right. Welcome to Newsmax Daily for the final day of May 2023. 5-31-23. And man, do we have a lot of ground to cover. I don't know if it's just me, but the year is absolutely flying by, right? School is already out in most places. Father's Day is coming up. 21 more days until summer officially begins. Then before you know it, it'll be Independence Day, don't forget hurricane season, and then you'll be getting ready for back-to-school shopping because they start pushing that on you early like they do with everything else. And you likely won't be going to Target or Kohl's for that back-to-school shopping. Holy cow. Sweet Jesus, what is going on in the world today. And what could possibly be coming next? We went from transgender clothing for children to trans-themed onesies for babies. One actually says, I support trans rights. An infant, he or she doesn't support anything except eating, sleeping, and pooping, right? It's the parents. The parents are using their kids to make a statement. And if you actually look up the clothing, some of it is made by Carter's. If you've had kids, you know that's one of the major manufacturers of kids' clothing. Did Kohl's and Carter not see what happened with Bud Light and Target? Who is going to be next? And is it going to be a company that you might own stock in like Target or you have in your 401k and then the stock tanks like Target did? The number one song on iTunes right now is a boycott Target tune. Heard the new story, Target targeting kids. They going after our youth, and yeah, they do it like this. If you ain't mad yet, well, then you better be pissed. Let's protest until they close and they ain't gonna be missed. Why they got pride shirts in the kids' clothing section? Why they trying to mess with the kids and give misconceptions? They manipulating minds and making evil impressions. Got little boys tucking out by the time they teens got depression. That is art. That is beautiful. I love it. All right. So, hey, where is it again? It is number one on iTunes. And, you know, big tech and those people don't want that at all. So they had to overcome a lot of hurdles. Forgiato and the gang and the crew, well done. Last night's Greg Kelly reports with Forgiato Blow. That's the name of the group. And we will hear more from them coming up in a little bit. Today, May 30th, is World No Tobacco Day, established in 1987 by the World Health Organization, of course, to raise awareness about the dangers of tobacco use. And if you do smoke, maybe today can help you muster up some willpower to not smoke for one day, or at least maybe smoke a little bit less, right? One day at a time. In Washington, the days to make a deal are numbered. Not one Republican should vote for this deal. It is a bad deal. Texas Congressman Chip Roy, one of the two Republicans, Ralph Norman being the other, on the House Rules Committee that voted Tuesday against advancing the debt ceiling bill to the floor for debate later today. There's a reason that our conservative allies are opposing it roundly. The Club for Growth, scoring against it. The Heritage Foundation, scoring against it. Freedom Works, scoring against it. Ron DeSantis, publicly opposed. President Trump said he thought we should default rather than pursue this kind of lunacy. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who is being praised by some Republicans and chastised by most others for brokering the deal, spoke with Greta Van Susteren. 
This cuts $2.1 trillion. This will be the largest cut in American history that we're able to do. And if you think for one moment where we were back in February where the president said he would never talk to me, he would not negotiate, that this just had to be a clean debt ceiling where you just raise the debt ceiling. And I was only able to debate about 11% of our overall budget because he eliminated discussions of anything else. That is a pretty big cut being the largest that we've ever had before. Well, I suspect you would have gotten a lot more if the House were Republican and the White House were Republican as well. So you had to give up some things. I mean, in order to get this passed, as a practical matter, what did you give up? Well, if you read the bill, I don't think there's anything in there we gave up. Now, the argument would be we raised the debt ceiling to go to January 1st of 2025. My idea there is that we'd have a Republican Senate, a Republican president, and we could take the next step of what we're doing here of being able to cut even further and put us on a path to a balanced budget. As McCarthy said, the argument would be, and it is, that the debt ceiling is still being raised to 2025 and the fact that Republicans had passed a bill before the negotiations. Speaker McCarthy had a mandate from the American people negotiated uh, with a powerful negotiation position of a unified Republican Party, not only just in the House, but in the House and the Senate, to hold the line for the bill that we passed. This deal that we've heard about totally fails to deliver on all of it. Congressman Scott Perry slamming Speaker Kevin McCarthy over the debt ceiling deal the Speaker negotiated with Joe Biden and the Democrats. The House Freedom Caucus knows a raw deal when they see it. So now what? Conservative Congressman Matt Gates is a member of the Freedom Caucus. He's joining me now. Hey, Congressman, it's always great to have you, sir. By the way, great job filling in for Greg Kelly the other night. Uh, it was very entertaining. Uh, the, the facts of this deal are pretty damning. The GOP went from a modest $5 trillion reduction of spending over 10 years, never making cuts, meaning the GOP never insisted government spend only what the taxpayers give it. Now, we went from that to accepting Joe Biden's unacceptable spending levels next year and increasing those levels the following year. What will the Freedom Caucus do? Uh, I am not going to vote for this bill. I think that it doesn't put sufficient downward pressure on spending. Uh, I announced that on Newsmax the other night. And what's interesting to me, Chris, is that an increasing number of members who are very close to Speaker McCarthy are now announcing their opposition. People like Kat Kamek, Corey Mills, Michael Waltz, Russell Fry, Wesley Hunt. These are very much Team McCarthy people, but they have announced that this isn't something that they can support. I didn't even vote for the first increase in the debt limit because gaslighting $49 trillion in debt over the next 10 years does a great deal of harm to the American economy, and it cuts against our principal mandate with the voters, which is to fight inflation. Florida Congressman Matt Gates on the Chris Salcedo Show. Now think... Think back to when Congressman, then Congressman Kevin McCarthy, made all those deals and concessions to become the Speaker of the House after 15 votes. More from Gates. 
if a majority of Republicans are against a piece of legislation and you use Democrats to pass it, that would immediately be a black letter violation of the deal we had with McCarthy to allow his ascent to the speakership, and it would likely trigger an immediate motion to vacate. I think Speaker McCarthy knows that. That's why he's working hard to make sure that he gets, you know, 120, 150, 160 votes. And that's why those of us who are not supportive of the bill are trying to point out that many of the changes are cosmetic in nature. And Joe Biden's administration is going to be able to waive uh, certain requirements and certain conditions that sound like great talking points, but that don't save the country from the ruin that the Biden administration is bringing us to. Yeah, I just don't know how we can go from uh, shaving off five trillion from already massive overspending over 10 years to actually increases over the next two years and call that a win. I just don't know. Congressman Matt Gates on the Chris Salcedo show. So this is beginning to not look so good. And a no vote tonight could mean a bad day on the markets tomorrow. The uncertainty of the deal and another interest rate hike are apparently weighing on the markets today after yesterday's solid start ended mostly flat. And if it passes in the House, it would still have to get through the Senate. Rob Schmidt spoke with Kentucky Senator Rand Paul, who's definitely a no vote. What will happen is all the Democrats will vote for this in the Senate and about half of the Republicans who are what I call the big government Republican caucus is about half of the Republican caucus. They will all vote with the Democrats to raise the debt ceiling as well. This is unfortunate, but it's just the way it is. They're going to break I that promise, the, the, the promise that well, they gave Mike Lee? <laughs> well, they're going to interpret it in a way in which they say they're not breaking it. But I will offer an alternative for conservatives. I will offer to uh, have new spending caps. And my spending caps would right. lead to a balanced budget within five years. And also then we would raise the debt ceiling $500 billion, a specific amount, which means we'd be back here in six months to a year having to have the same thing, uh, the same debate happen again, and I think we would be able to extract maybe even more spending limits the next time around. Yeah, but they're, they're not going to listen to you, are they? They're going to they're go on with this thing. No, but yeah. it'll separate the men from the boys. It'll separate the conservatives from the liberals. And what we'll end up having is you'll see who the 20 or 25 Republicans are who have the courage to vote for a balanced budget. Straight shooting Kentucky Senator Rand Paul on Rob Schmidt tonight. And how about some news from the left with Rob? Check out this guest on CNN pretending that everyone who is on welfare is really on welfare for the right reasons and fighting so hard to get off and shouldn't be forced to prove anything to be able to stay on welfare. I think the Republicans' obsession with work requirements are offensive to poor people, assuming that people want to be poor and don't um, have the, the fight inside of them to work hard. It's offensive, and I think it will uh, ultimately come uh, a backlash. So... That just all relies on the idea that nobody's gaming the system, right? Which is, of course, what Democrats always seem to believe. Think about how much the left's naivety costs this country in wealth, in quality of life. Imagine thinking every person on welfare in this country was really trying to get a job and they should be left alone. Don't ask them for any proof of anything. Just leave them alone. Imagine believing every criminal wants to be good and would be good if we would just stop prosecuting them for their crimes. That's what the modern left believes. Rob Schmidt, host of Rob Schmidt Tonight. News from the left. Check it out. 7 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. How many people do you know or have you seen taking advantage of SNAP or welfare? Or how many people do you know on Social Security disability? 
that play golf or go to the gym or do work on the side while collecting money. The late Herman Cain. Aw, shucky-ducky. You remember that. Herman once told me it is so difficult, or would be so difficult, to fix broken programs like welfare, Medicare, Social Security, disability, because revamping the system is ultimately going to lead to the people who really need it getting hurt. And that is so true, but it has to start somewhere. All right, let's get back to the boycott target rappers. And we have the artist <laughs> behind the number one song joining us now, conservative American rapper Forgiato Blow. Great to have you with us. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, how does it feel to be at number one and uh, what inspired you to write this song? Well, it feels great to be at number one. It definitely shows you we the people are listening and paying attention. Um, I think sexualizing children is going crazy and it's going way too far. And especially when I went into Target and I saw what I saw with my own eyes, it was the only right to make this song. Yeah, tell us what you saw with your own eyes, because a lot of people so, are on board with you. Go ahead. Well, when I went into Target, it wasn't so much about, like, you know, say an adult T-shirt. There were T-shirts that were made for children that say, you know, trans life will be here forever. Uh, Daddy, this isn't a phase. Uh, there was a bathing suit where you could actually tuck your junk in. And up tuck it, it's just crazy what they're doing to the children. This is where it starts at. You know, the level these days of grooming starts with the children. That's how they attack the um, next generation. So it's getting a little crazy out here. You know, I also did the same thing with uh, Burn Balenciaga too. That went number one. Right. But this right here went number one all genres. So we beat some big people, and I think they're going to hear what we got to say. Yeah, like Taylor Swift. Uh, also, my question is, how do you, how are you able to to shoot that in what looks like a Target store? I'm shocked you didn't get stopped. Well, I mean, people don't want to work these days. People were watching what we were doing. They were paying attention, you know. Under Joe Biden, it's very hard to even get someone that wants to work, let alone do their job. Yeah, yeah. as we understand it, you are very much a, a Mr. Trump fan. Tell us about that. Well, yeah, I'm big for Donald Trump 2024 and only Donald Trump 2024. Um, look, Trump came in the game, wanted to be president. Nobody believed him. He went there, went all the way to the top. He didn't start as a governor. He didn't do Congress. You know, he went right to the biggest seat in the world for the most powerful country there is. So, you know, I uh, can't wait for Trump to get back, get his economy going. Um, I know one thing, Trump won't stand for the boycott. Uh, you know, if anything that's, you know, they're going to harm the children, he's going to be for it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Donald Trump would never allow this in his times. I would think that uh, letting people target children, you know, it's crazy. You got that right. Conservative rapper and major Trump supporter Forgiato Blow on American Agenda with Katrina Zish. And Forgiato mentioned Vanilla Ice, Rob Van Winkle, Ice Ice Baby. In case you didn't know, he is still alive and doing very well in Florida. I see him at the car shows all the time. A big car enthusiast, nice guy, and major major MAGA supporter, refurbishes and does construction on a lot of houses uh, in Palm Beach, not too far from Mar-a-Lago. Not sure if he still has that TV show or not. President Biden heads to Colorado today to speak about a deal with the state to help preserve the drought-stricken Colorado River, which is a vital source of water and electricity for the West. And according to the New York Times, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie could make a run for the White House official within the next two weeks. Why? 
save your time, save everybody's money, stay over there at CNN. If you're not already watching Newsmax, it is available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, Cox Cable, DirecTV, Dish, Spectrum, and many others. It is also available on all of your favorite platforms, Apple TV, Roku, Pluto, and more. And make sure you download the Newsmax app on your phone so you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime you want. Thank you, as always, for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your day or night and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.